Welcome to the Love Marriage Again podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Siobhan Parat. In this podcast, you will receive the wisdom, the insight, and the tools you need to have a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Your marriage is meant to be amazing. Your marriage should be your favorite place to be. Your marriage should bring out the best in you. I'm here to help you create that. In each episode, I'll coach you to improve your communication, build a deeper connection, become a more united team, and experience more intimacy. Here, we have real conversations about what can make marriage hard, and more importantly, how to make it easy. I'm so glad you're here. Now let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan. I am so glad to be back with you on another podcast episode. It's me and you today. Hopefully you've had an opportunity to listen to some of the interviews I had the opportunity to do with some of my clients currently enrolled in the marriage upgrade. So I I'm really on a high from that experience of having those conversations with them. And I hope you found them as valuable as I did. And if you didn't know, the Marriage Upgrade is open for enrollment. At the time of this recording, we are enrolling for our fall 2023 cohort and enrollment ends on July the 31st. After that, the next time you can join the program will be next year. So you don't want to wait. If this is something you have in your mind to do, or if there's anything in your marriage you would love to upgrade, improve, make better, this is for sure the program that is going to help you do that. We focus on communication. We focus on connection. We focus on helping you operate more as a team. You can find out about how to sign up and all the details, including the two-day couples retreat, our program schedule, and all of the wonderful dynamic parts of this program that get you and your spouse enjoying more time as a happy, loving, and affectionate couple. So, Today, we are going to be talking about making decisions together. This is something that is always on my mind because obviously in a marriage, you are always negotiating needs, desires, priorities, values to come together and move your life forward. And I recently had two conversations that have stuck out in my mind that elevated this topic and, you know, inspired me to have a longer discussion with you here on the podcast. Now, if you were on my email list this past weekend, which would have been like the 15th, 16th of July, I actually sent an email about this topic because I had to get it out of me immediately, but I also wanted to bring it here on the podcast. So if you are already on my email list, you have notes. <laughs> you have like the cliff notes of this podcast episode in your inbox. You can just scroll up and find it. And if you're not on my email list, first of all, you definitely want to do that. So I think right now, probably the quickest way to get on my email list is if you go to the Marriage Upgrade 
website, like the sales page, there is on the header, this thing that says sign up to be a VIP. So when you sign up to be a VIP, you enter my email list and you also get some extra bonuses that I've created in terms of content um, and access to me with a, a call. And you can get it right there and also be on my email list and get all the juicy information and content that I share with my community there. So that was a side note. Now back to these two conversations that I had. It was with two women who want to join the marriage upgrade and were having a hard time making that decision with their husbands in a way that moved them forward. And so I thought about these conversations and it'll sort of, these conversations will be the foundation and the example I use to demonstrate the points that I have for you. But I also want you to know that like this conversation applies for making decisions in anything you want to do in your marriage in terms of where you go on vacation, in terms of programs or things that you put your children in, in terms of job opportunities and how to pursue that, in terms of where you live, buying a home, any decision that is important to you as a couple, what I'm going to offer here will be valuable, especially in those moments where one of you is clear that you want to move in one direction and the other person is either unclear and a bit hesitant or even in the category of resistant, okay? So how to make decisions together as a couple. The first thing that I wanna offer you, and for those of you who've been listening for a while, you know I'm gonna start with your mindset. And if you're new to the podcast, mindset. Mindset is just, how you're thinking about things and the way that you see the conversation or the decision to be made with your partner matters because what you are thinking is going to influence everything about how you approach the conversation. What you are thinking is going to influence everything about how you're feeling And those two things coming together, how you approach the conversation and how you're feeling is going to drive the ultimate outcome, which can either be we both land on being on the same page or we both lovingly and respectfully disagree or we have a full on knockout drag out fight and we walk away totally annoyed with each other, frustrated and not talking for days. Okay. Now, for sure, I want to keep you in the we get on the same page and it's beautiful and wonderful, or we lovingly and respectfully disagree. Okay. Those are the two goals I want to usher you into with what I have to share with you. Okay. So, mindset. The first thing that is so important to keep in mind is that if you and your partner are not agreeing, or if you are for sure clear on what your answer is and they are unsure, this isn't a problem. Okay, just take a deep breath. Like what if it's not a problem that you think differently or they haven't come on board yet? All right, 
the reason you want to lean into this mindset is because when you think something isn't a problem, your energy around it is so much more relaxed, open, collaborative, and receptive. And when you are engaging in conversation with your spouse, that's the position you always want to occupy. So it isn't a problem because of course you have different thoughts. You are two unique people with different brains, with different wiring inside your brain, with different experiences that had left that had that have led you to think the way that you think and view things the way that you view things and that's okay, right? Like we weren't together as newborns, living the same life, being indoctrinated with the same types of thinking and ways of being in this world, right? You came as two whole complete adults and now your job is to figure out how do we work together? We're very different in our brains. We're very different in the way that we even like to approach making decisions. In every couple, there's someone who is a quick fast decision maker, and there's someone who is more of a processor, likes to think about things, like to feel their way into things, like to gather a lot of data, likes to go back and forth here and there. And there's room for all of it, right? So I want you to just adopt this idea of like, even though I may feel very strongly about something, or if you're the partner who isn't sure yet, right? Like, It's also okay that you're not sure yet. Just because your spouse may be very strong-minded about it doesn't mean that your approach or that your experience is invalidated and vice versa. If you were the one that are like, yes, I know what my decision is and we should just move forward or shouldn't, right? Whatever you're looking at to decide, there's room for both of those, okay? So that's number one. Number two is an extension of that, and the mindset I want you to adopt is their opinion matters just as much as mine. And some of you just heard me say that, and you're like, no, because they're wrong, (laughs) right? So that's okay that you think they're wrong, and maybe they are wrong. I don't know, but I want you to just sit with the idea that like, No matter how they're thinking about it, and no matter how different that is from how you're thinking about it, you both as human beings, you both as worthy people in this world have the right to your own opinion, right? It's literally just like a human right. As human beings, none of us are better or more righteous than another person. And so it's their right to have their opinion. And because it's their right, and because you both are worthy individuals, right? Like you are just worthy. I don't even know what else to say. Like you deserve to have space for your thoughts, right? It's almost like, breathing. You wouldn't say to them, like, you don't get to breathe, right? But when we're upset or we're we're judging our partner's opinions or thoughts about something, that's kind of what we're saying. We're like, no, you don't get to think. 
you don't get to have your own ideas and your own perspective. You have to get in line with me. And that's just not right, right? When you hear it that way, that's not even what you want in a marriage. Like you don't want to be a dictator mandating that your partner think about things and make decisions the exact same way you do. Really, you don't, right? I know that little voice in your head was kind of like, no, but life would just be so much easier if they could just get on the same page with me. Sure, but like also they probably would resent you. If you never valued their opinion, if you never cared about what they thought. So you want to lean into this idea that their opinion matters just as much as yours. And what that does for you is it allows you to create some space for them to have a voice. And I promise you, when both of you feel like you have a voice and you're not judged for your voice, you're not judged for your opinion, whatever that is, you're going to have a better conversation, you're going to have a better interaction, and you're going to have a better outcome. Number three, in terms of the mindset that you want to adopt, is this idea that we will figure this out. Even if you don't agree, or even if you're really clear about something and your partner is still figuring it out, you'll come together and find a path forward. And I want to offer you that sometimes, again, this path forward looks like you both finding a healthy compromise that really works for you both. And sometimes that path forward means that one person gets what they prefer and the other person doesn't. And that's also real life right? Like life isn't fair all the time. You're not going to get your way all the time. Sometimes you're going to, you know, um, I don't like the word acquiesce, but sometimes you're going to allow the preferences of your spouse to lead a decision. And that's okay too. And sometimes you may do that willingly and just prioritize peace, as the thing that you're more focused on than having your way. And sometimes you may prioritize their preference and still not feel good about it, right? It will feel like you missed out on something. And I want to normalize that. And I also want to invite you and sort of like allow you to be upset, right? Like, One of the things I teach inside the marriage upgrade is it's okay that you're not happy with a decision. It's okay that you're, you know, dissatisfied with how an outcome was determined in your marriage. You can be upset about that. You can be angry. You can be frustrated. You could be sad. You could be disappointed. You could be discouraged. But in experiencing those emotions, you also want to hold yourself to your own personal standards of behavior and consciously choose how you show up, how you interact, how you communicate, how you treat this other person, even though you may be unhappy with a decision that was made or that you've made as a couple, right? So again, the mindset, this is not a problem. Their opinion matters just as much as mine and we'll figure this out together. All right, so if you have that mindset, doing the rest of what I'm going to suggest will be easier for you. All right, so 
The first thing that I want to offer is when you are making decisions, especially important decisions, right? We're not talking like, what time do you want to eat dinner conversations? We're talking about, do we want to join this program, the marriage upgrade? We're talking about, do we want to make this very significant um, decision for our life and the trajectory of our life, right? So you want to actually set aside mutually agreed upon times to have those conversations. And I said times intentionally because there are some decisions that require multiple conversations. And so you want to schedule it. You want to say, hey, I really would like for us to come together and either make a decision or start the set of conversations that will lead us to a decision about this topic, fill in the blank, right? And the reason you want to schedule the time is because I want you to just think about what is it like for you? Even you could do this at work, right? If your colleague or boss comes in is like, we need to talk right now, right? Like your senses are heightened. You may be anxious. You may be confused. You may feel like it's coming out of the blue, like what is going on versus if you have a scheduled performance review or a scheduled strategic meeting, you come to that experience prepared, grounded, expecting to make some hard decisions or expecting to hear some things that you need to be intentional and careful about communicating. So you want to schedule the time. That's like the pre-work. Schedule the time. Make sure that it works for both of you. Okay. The other thing that you really want to do is keep yourself calm. So if you are the person who is like ready to make a decision and you're already frustrated and annoyed that your spouse hasn't made a decision, you want to do your work to calm yourself down. And of course, the mindset tools that I just gave you will help you, but it may take more than that. You may do all of that and still feel like, no, but we've got to make a decision. We've got to figure this out. Like I can't wait any longer. You want to just do your best to keep yourself calm. And I guess the the best question I could offer you to think about that is how do I need to show up to create a win-win situation? Because you're only anxious and you're only upset because you want the outcome decided. But the best way to get the best outcome is for you to show up as your best. So it really behooves you to like do that internal work to get yourself calm. And if in the conversation you find that you are out of the calm and grounded nature that you want to be, then you just call for a break. And again, inside the Marriage Upgrade, I teach you exactly how to do this. So you've scheduled the time, you've calmed yourself down, everyone's coming prepared to have this conversation. If you are the person presenting the decision, right, you want to start with your positive intent. Hey, I would really like to sign up for this program because our marriage is so important to me. And I think there are some things that we're having a hard time navigating that if we had some support and if we had some new ways of doing things and operating and communicating with each other about this these things, then I really feel like things would be so much better. 
I think we would be so much happier together. I think we would spend so much less time arguing. I think we would just have an easier life. Like we'd be so happy to spend time together. Things would feel so much easier, right? That's starting with your positive intent. And I want to just acknowledge that when it comes to marriage work, right? Like if you are interested in joining the program and your spouse isn't sure yet, but you start with your positive intent, what that's going to do is it's going to put their defensives down. Because a lot of times people may present getting help for their marriage as like, we need help, right? Just feel the energy of like, we need help versus like, hey, our marriage is so important to me. I really want to make sure we have the best tools, the best support to make sure it thrives, right? When you approach it with, we need to get some help, immediately their defenses are up because it feels like an attack. It feels like they've done something wrong. And so you want to start with your positive intent. You want to share what you hope to get out of the experience, whatever it is. Again, the marriage upgrade is sort of the lens I'm thinking about this right now because that's the conversation I've been having with so many of you. But you want to think about what you want to get out of it. You want to also think about their buy-in, like what's in it for them. If they're unsure, it's likely because they haven't seen the benefits for themselves yet, right? Like, yes, you think it's great, but like, what about them? What's going to excite them or make them motivated, right? And you want to express the impact of it. Like what will be different? Sometimes, especially when it comes to getting marriage help, it's kind of intangible. So you want to make it super tangible, right? Like what this means is that, you know, when you come home from work and we reunite after a busy day, like I'm going to be in a better mood. And when we're spending our time together in the evening, we're going to be working better as a team. You'll have your role. I'll have my role. We won't be stepping on each other's toes or getting an attitude with each other. What that means is like we'll have more energy to like sit down and really enjoy watching TV TV together. We're going to be able to go to bed and have some intimate time together and just be in a better mood around each other. Life is going to feel so much more peaceful when our marriage is upgraded, right? So you want to express your desires and not make them demands, okay? It's not about we have to do this, you're doing everything wrong, but it's like, no, this is like the dream I have. Wouldn't it be amazing, okay? So that's how you start it. Then you, number two, step number two is you want to be curious about their thoughts. You want to be curious about what's going on in their brain. So after you start with your positive intent, you want to just ask, like, what do you think? And they'll share what they think. And you want to listen and you don't want to interrupt them and you don't want to interject with your thoughts, right? It's one mic only. You had the mic to start the conversation they now have the mic to respond to what you've just said. And you want to let them keep talking, which means that there may be some awkward pauses. We just did a virtual date night this past week, and my husband and I, and we got on a really great conversation about how in 
every couple, there's one person who's an external processor, the person who was like very verbal and like giving you play by play what's going on in their mind. And then there's another person who's an internal processor. This is the person who's having 17 conversations in their head, is totally quiet, not responding to anything you've just said because they're in their head. And that's my husband, 110%. He's having 17 conversations in his head. I'm sitting there patiently waiting. I know this about him now, so it actually isn't a problem. But I'm sitting there patiently waiting for minutes, everyone. Like minutes, like three, four minutes, silence. And I just let him have his process, right? So You want to give them space and time to collect their thoughts. Their silence doesn't mean they're not listening. Their silence doesn't mean that they don't care. Their silence doesn't mean like they're not going to answer you, right? So you ask them what they think. And then if they start to tell you and they're not sold on the idea yet or they're hesitant or they have some reservations, You want to also be curious about that. And I, in the email that I sent, and I'll share these questions here too, I'm going to give you those questions, right? So you want to ask, what's making this hard for you to say yes to? You just want to know, because a lot of times we make assumptions about what it is, but the only way you're ever really going to know is to ask them. So what's making this hard for you to either say yes or to make a decision, right? You also want to think about what would motivate you to want to do it, right? If you're presenting something that you really want to do, you want to ask your partner, like, well, what would motivate you? Like, obviously, I'm really highly motivated, but both of our opinions matter equally. What would motivate you? I'm just so curious. Like, tell me, what would make this worth it for you, right? And the other thing to ask, right, especially if it's, you're having a conversation about joining the marriage upgrade is what differences in our marriage would make this worth it for you, right? So sometimes, you know, people who aren't as familiar with the power of coaching or aren't as into personal development, they may just look at the price tag of something and be like, oh no, I'm not spending that amount of money for this right? But it's only because they don't know what it is. So you want to access that. You want to ask them like, well, what differences in our marriage would really make this investment worth it for you? Like, what would you like to see? What would you like to happen? If we're going to make this investment, like, what do you want to get out of it? Again, just data you want to know. And then you want to very neutrally just explore together like, okay, well, Let's say we don't do this thing that I want to do. Let's say we go in a different direction for this decision. Are there other ideas for how to get the concerns and the needs that I have met, right? So I'm going to use this question as best really for like if you do want to join the marriage upgrade and your partner doesn't. So if we don't do it, right? Okay, so I get that you're a little bit hesitant and If we don't do this program, what ideas do you have about how we can address our communication? How are we going to work through some of these things that are really important for me to work through so that we can get to a better place, right? Just notice everything about what I just did there, like my energy, my tone, how I phrased things. 
It's not like, well, if we aren't going to do it, do you have any better ideas? <laughs> Which is what you may be thinking inside, right? And listen, I'll be honest with you. I'm thinking the same thing. I'm like, first of all, there's nothing better than this program. So I don't know what you're going to do that's going to be just as good. But we want to give them space because maybe they do have some really great idea that we haven't thought of yet. So you want to ask that question, right? And then you want to just also be curious, like, okay, well, whatever the decision is, right? Now stepping outside of the marriage upgrade or inside the marriage upgrade, thinking about this too, like, is there information that you need that will help you make the decision, right? So if you have a partner that's just like, I just need to think about it. Sometimes we say that out of habit, but a lot of times I have this happen with me on calls with clients um, who are considering hiring me in some capacity or another. And they're like, yeah, I just want to think about it. It's like, okay, great. Like, what do you think you're going to think about? And people don't know. Sometimes we have these like blanket statements with no meat on the bones, right? So like, okay, great. You want to think about it. Like what, what information are you going to be looking to gather so you can make a decision? And I'll say as a side note, again, if it's specific to the marriage upgrade, I offer a complimentary information call where like you can reach out to me directly, get on my calendar. We can spend 30 minutes answering whatever question or gathering whatever information is necessary to help you have a really clear and confident decision. I don't want anyone signing up for this program not feeling like they made an informed decision, right? You have to be invested and you have to really want to do this work in order to make good on your investment. So that's super important to me as well, okay? So you want to find out if they're wanting to wait and think about it, what will help them get everything they need to be able to come to a decision, right? Step number three is just being vulnerable, right? I think I have an entire podcast episode on this, so I'm not going to go deeply into it. But if this decision, whatever it is, whether it's joining the marriage upgrade or something else happening in your life, if it's really important and you feel really strongly about it and they just don't feel strongly, right? Like it's different if you guys are on polar opposites and feeling very strongly in opposite directions. But if this is something like you feel really strongly about and they're just like, eh, I don't know, I don't really think we need it or I don't, whatever, right? You want to be really clear that it is really important to you. You don't want to dance around your desires and what you really want because they're kind of wishy-washy, right? And you want to think about why it's so important to you and communicate that to them from a very vulnerable place, right? And it's important to remember that we're not about ultimatums here, right? I have had clients be successful with delivering an ultimatum and that ultimately got them to work with me and they had amazing results. So I say this like in quotes, I as a coach, as a marriage coach, don't teach you to make ultimatums, but I do endorse clear boundaries, right? Like if we don't do something, this is what I have to do, right? Or if we don't make this decision, this is my next step, right? That's a boundary versus an ultimatum of like, you have to do this or else, right? That's not what we're after. Um, 
the next step after being vulnerable is just asking for the yes, right? Again, you you will read your partner here, but if you feel like they're kind of just on the fence, you can simply ask for the yes. And that just looks like it would really mean a lot to me if we did this. Will you please give it a try, right? That's how I would say it if it was me trying to get marriage help in the marriage upgrade, right? You can play around with this for other decisions that you may be making, right? If it's really important to you, like it would really mean a lot for us to do X, Y, and Z or for us not to do X, Y, and Z, depending on what that decision is. Would you just go with this for now, right? So if you ask for the yes, you can then brainstorm together what to do if the yes isn't working for your spouse, right? So it's like, hey, could you just please do this? Could we just come to this decision? It's really important to me. It really matters. And they're like, okay, fine. I'll, I'll you know, default to what you want to do here. That doesn't mean that they're like locked in forever. Again, depending on the decision. If it's a house and you're like locked in, I guess you're locked in. But even with that, There's consequences to getting out of decisions you make. So you have to weigh if you want to do that. But let's say they agree, right? Let's say they even agree like to join the marriage upgrade and they get inside, they go on a retreat or whatever. And then they're just like, no, I don't want to do this anymore, which by the way, doesn't happen. Just so you know. Um. Even I'm thinking of, as I said that, I'm thinking of one client, and I'll just be 100% transparent. One couple, they came, they did the retreat, and one partner, like, didn't enjoy the experience. They weren't really ready for that. And I'll tell you, they're still actually in the program. So he's just decided he will participate in a different way. And with this current group that's operating, they get... um a few private calls with me. And so he comes to the private calls and that's how he's made it work. So I offer this all to you to let you know that like your partner can say yes and then find that it's not a good fit for them and you still figure out how to make it work, which goes back to the mindset that I shared before. And in this particular instance, the female partner is happy in the program. She's getting what she needs. She's doing the work for herself. So even that, they found a way to make it work for them. And I continue to support them and make sure they're both getting something out of the experience, okay? So that's asking for the yes. And that's it. (laughs) Those are the steps. I would say the last thing is just to identify what happens next, right? So if you ask for the yes and they're like, yes, then you just be clear about what you're going to do next, whether that's, okay, I'm going to go sign up today (laughs) or, okay, we're going to have this conversation or we're going to have this call or we're going to send this email, whatever it is, whatever decision you are making, you want to be clear that we now have agreement and this is what I'm going to do to move it forward. Okay, and if you don't have agreement, right, if they say no, then you come to a decision about what you're going to do on your end and what they're going to do on their end. 
right? So again, back to the example of if it's the marriage upgrade, and I'm thinking of the conversation I had with a client, a potential client, who I was like, okay, you're going to go talk to your husband and you're going to say this. And what if he says no? What will you do? And she had a plan. She was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to work on this part for myself. And then we'll join the next round, right? That was her. You get to decide for you what it is. And I know for me, and I've shared on the podcast before that like there was a time in our marriage where I really wanted to get help and my husband wasn't on board. And I still decided to get help for myself. And that's also an option, right? Like I'm currently in promotion for the marriage upgrade. But if you find that like, okay, my partner really isn't ready to do this now, how can I move myself forward? We can definitely talk about that. I do have an individual coaching program in these instances, right? And that will open up for enrollment after we're done with this marketing um, period for the marriage upgrade. So just keep that in mind. I don't want your partner's no to feel like it's the end of the road and you have no other options. That's not helpful for anyone. And that will actually create a lot of resentment towards them, right? If you feel like they've blocked you from making the progress you really want to make in the relationship, there's lots of different ways you can do that. Now, of course, I'm going to tell you, I think working together as a couple gets you the fastest results in your relationship, right? When both of you are focused in on who you need to be, what are the skills and the tools that you need to be learning and using, your marriage gets better a hundred times faster than if one of you is doing all of the heavy lifting. But it's still valuable and it's still progress either way. All right, again, this isn't a problem that you have different thoughts and opinions. Their opinions matter just as much as yours and you will figure it out. I know that making decisions as a couple sometimes takes a little longer than if you were to unilaterally make a decision. But using this process that I've just shared makes making decisions together a much more collaborative and connecting experience. And that's what you want at the end of the day. So I trust that this episode has been valuable for you. Again, you can use this process, you can use this mindset for any decision you are making as a couple. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I will be back with you in the next episode. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning in. And now a question for you. What did you get out of this episode? The most important part of this work is applying what you hear. I hope you'll do that. And if you loved this podcast, you will love working with me directly even more. I invite you to my website, drshavon.com, to learn about my coaching programs and any live masterclasses I may be hosting. And of course, we will meet right back here for the next episode of the podcast. Until then, keep loving your marriage again.